Flanagan. First place. First place. Four and one. Very nice. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. You can give us a follow on Twitter, at TBlowhole. You can shoot us an email at... Uh, wait, what is our email address? The Blowhole, the Blowhole Radio, Radio at gmail.com. gmail.com. And also follow us on Instagram at The Blowhole Podcast. Uh, if you send us a message um, on any of the platforms, we'll, we'll shout you out on air and we'll always respond. Guaranteed. Um, Guaranteed. Even if you have a complaint. Yes. Yes. Even if you have a complaint. Like we, we did receive some last week. And, and we apologize. Totally justified. Um, yeah. Last week. Uh, we are fully recovered. Um, we are completely sober. This will be G-rated. This will be a G-rated podcast. Maybe PG. Let's say let's PG. PG rated. You know what? We, uh, we you know we went over the limit. We we went. I did. I went way over the limit. True. Yeah. I, yeah. I you did didn't try to stop you. You and sure that just, did. And that just made you curse more. That was so. Maybe it is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we all we had a blast. Miami was awesome. The game was incredible. Uh, for my first time at Hard Rock Stadium, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, the amenities were beautiful. Staff was amazing. Um, everything ran really, really well. I thought, I mean, what, what did you think, Rob? That was your first time there as well, right? Uh, it's well, my first time since it's been hard rock. Uh, I was there in the pro player days, like way, 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 way back in the day. Um, oh no, it was awesome. The, the little roof. Fantastic. Uh, and really enjoyed sitting in that shade. Um, we paid up. We got some really good seats, which made the crowd a little quiet. They, the people didn't want to be as boisterous as us and, Made me feel bad standing up sometimes because they're sitting down, but uh, but it was awesome. <clears throat> very cool, uh, very cool flyover with those those weird like heliplanes. What I don't even know what those things are called. I don't know. It looked like something out of the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Seems- oh, and by the way, if you want to, if you haven't seen it, did you watch Sealers mic'd up? I it's did. Like, I because oh, you posted. It. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, it was so good. Like ten minutes. Of like buddy cop, like him and him and Wilkins just being like, Wilkins is a nut. Did you hear like when he's talking to the ref, like and and oh, yeah. was like apologizing for him, like <laughs> like I was for you on Sunday night's podcast. It was like Very, basically yeah. like that. It was, yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. That's what made me think of it is because the flyover sealer was like a little kid. He was like, "Whoa, that's so cool." <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. All of it was. Yeah, it was. It was a fantastic experience and. Um, on to the game. Um, the Dolphins were never, I mean, it, I guess it got a little bit close after that pick six, but they never really felt like they were in any real danger at any point in the game. I, I was hoping to to see a little bit of a cleaner performance from them, just given, you know, what had happened to them the previous week in Buffalo. I thought they'd be a little bit more dialed in. Um, this was by not their best, not their best game at all. They had, um, you know, some uncharacteristic mistakes on offense, three turnovers. They lost the turnover battle three to nothing. Um, kind of, you know, for, for the life of me, it seemed like they were just trying to keep the Giants in the game, but the Giants offense is just pathetic. And our defense did what they were supposed to do. They stopped them, you know, when they, when they had to, um, they didn't give up the big play. The Giants were running basically a, a high school offense out there. It was like RPO and quick slides. <laughs> that was, so that was about it. Yeah. The defense, obviously they were amazing because they, they didn't even give up a touchdown, right? The touchdown yeah. was the pick six. Yep. They, yeah. Caveated a little bit. They their offensive line was more beat up than ours was in Buffalo. Like when we're like, okay, we can't run our offense. 
without Connor Williams and and then we lose Armstead, they couldn't run their offense either. They they didn't have Barkley and their off and their offensive line were missing three, you know, their three best offensive linemen. That said, that you know, defense don't care. It goes out and does its job. And you know, they had like seven sacks. Seven sacks. They they were, you know, we let them like go on their long drives, which is, you know, that's a Fangio defense, right? It's the you know, the the keep keep everyone in front of you. They'll go on a 10 play drive, eat up six minutes a clock and then kick or miss a field goal. And then three minutes later, we've got a touchdown. So um, yeah, it didn't feel as dominating of a performance as it was because they made it close with the, you know, with the turnovers and the pick six, but, but that defense played really well. And the offense was sloppy and exciting. Like it, it, the, all the explosion was there, but the, the sloppy, the three, you go three three turnovers to zero and win by fifteen. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I will say this. I mean about the defense. They they definitely they played they played great. Um, I think amazing might be a little bit of an overstep. No, I know. But early on, they were they were giving up the big runs up the middle, which was annoying. And then they. I mean, it was just yeah, it, like the things that you would like. I was hoping to see like right. I mean, we didn't force any turnovers for all the you know we did get seven sacks. You know, you know, we were generating some pressure, but their offensive line's garbage. They have no no weapons. Like, I mean, Darren Waller, you know, he hasn't really been that good in a in a while, and he's the only real weapon they have. Um, he made some nice catches, made some nice plays, but yeah, we didn't force any turnovers. Um, we didn't force a lot of three and outs. Like, you know, they they did move the ball a little bit. Um, you know, they didn't get. I mean, we dominated them. I'm not. I'm I'm just saying. Like, I would have liked to have seen. A little bit cleaner game and, and maybe some you know maybe some bigger plays on the defensive side of the ball um i'm being nitpicky but you know i'm just saying like i was hoping you know to see a you know a, a like a statement you know like a get right game from them um they definitely they were clearly the better team uh, and they won by a lot um and like you said the offense i, I mean just watching the game i mean like as, especially as it started like the offense had no problem moving up and down the field absolutely no problem at all um, if it wasn't for the turnovers, they probably would have put up 50 points. Um, but, you know, but the turnovers happened. They were there. Um, so it's a very similar opponent this week. Um, so, yeah, we can uh, we can get into that a little bit. Was there anything else from the from the Giants game you want to talk? I mean, just seeing it in person, I will say this, like, because we we where we were sitting, we were we got to see the the chain run happened right in front of us. So. I mean, that guy, he was gone in like a second. And then and then the, the big hill play where he came across the middle of the field, that was right in front of us. Touchdown, the first big play where he got caught. Correct, yeah, not the one where he scored, but, the yeah, the other really big play where it was mostly yak. Um, and, um, yeah, so, seeing them in person is crazy. They are very, they are every bit as fast as they look on TV. It's amazing. So the one thing I did want to mention about this game, and, again, like I said, I didn't, I didn't rewatch it yet, which I really should have. It felt like it felt. Like, I don't. It didn't feel like we threw the ball down the field once. Uh, the high, the Tyreek touchdown starting the second half, and that seemed like, and that was like a kind of like an audible. Did you? I don't know if you saw the articles or I, I did see that. Yep. Or listen to Tyreek's podcast, but he actually talks about it. Like he's out there, and he said the guy's running across the field to now go catch up with him, and he hears the coach yell like make sure you get inside leverage and he said he looks and him and two will make eye contact <laughs> like you're really gonna give me this you're really gonna give me this <laughs> and he's like and it was he's like and it was just over he's like oh, it was a it was a, a touchdown before they hiked the ball um <laughs> so so that was really but again that 
it seemed like, and I don't know if they were like, hey, we don't need to do all this stuff to beat the Giants. Let's save this for the Eagles or later on. You know, we don't want to give away everything. Or maybe they were working on something because against the, the Bills, are, you know, we didn't have time and maybe they're like, hey, let's work on our short game in case in case we're, we're having an offensive issue and we even have less than two seconds. Let's let, or maybe maybe it was putting in those wrinkles. Like, I don't know. I didn't see anything about it, but it obviously was a completely different game plan that they've been using all year. Um, and I and I'm curious as the reason why I think it's a little bit of, hey, let's learn how to play this way. Let's learn how to play if if Connor Williams isn't there, like. Can we run an offense of screens and real just the real short stuff? So I did go back and watch the game on TV, and there were a couple of things I noticed on TV that I, I didn't notice while we were at the game. So, um, and I still haven't really gotten an update on this, but I guess I guess Ingle went out or was hurt at some point, um, and they actually had Brooks come in and kind of play that role, and he had uh, on a couple of the runs he was pulling and, and just blowing guys like big guys like he oh, blew nice. up. Yeah, he blew up like a 275-pound lineman like Pancake. Like I was like, okay, um, if we can use him like that, like that's going to be awesome. So, you know, we might be seeing him do a little bit more of that, um, you know, in, in, in I guess, this week. I don't know if Ingold's going to play or not, um, but he seemed proficient at it. So and we if they can use him like that, that'd be great. We should add, it, it's actually a weird sign that, like, in four of the games we, we almost – have seen the offensive line play so well that we don't even like have to mention it when they play well. But there was a couple of those highlights where like uh, Austin Jackson is like hauling down the field in front of, in front of HN, just looking for somebody to run over. And it's like, and it's just like, it's good to see uh, that, you know, obviously we need Connor Williams to play that changes everything, but lamb has been fine. Uh, 32 passing snaps. From Austin Jackson, no sacks, no hurries, no hits. Uh, so clean sheet from him. I believe Williams had the same type of uh, type of stats as well. Um, and then everybody else was, you know, pretty good. Tua did get sacked once. I don't know who it was charged to. It wasn't Williams or Jackson. I know that much. Um, but everybody everybody is playing very very well on the offensive line. So I'd like to see that hopefully continue um, as we wait for Armstead to come back and hopefully this group can stay together. Um, and hopefully Williams plays. I don't think he practiced today, um, but hopefully it's just a rest and precautionary issue. Um, but that brings us to this Sunday's game uh, again at Hard Rock Stadium at one o'clock Eastern in Miami. The Carolina Panthers winless led by the first pick in the draft. Bryce Young come to Miami. They are 13 and a half point underdogs as of this moment. Um, hey, hey, hey. he might be the, he might be the first pick in the draft, but he's at least the sixth or seventh best rookie so far. <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't even know if you would say, I'm not, he, I don't think he's been terrible, but, um, I, he, I don't think he's in a great, it, you know, it's hard to say cause CJ Stroud yeah. has played so well in not a great situation. Like their offensive line has been hanged out and he's just looks, so, he's looked better than a rookie coming in and playing like without the running you know, like just throwing, I can't remember the last time a rookie's come in and played this well. Yeah. Like, uh, that's fair. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Brock Purdy. Last year. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't start day one. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah. So uh, Panthers defense, what they were, I guess, known for in the year, in years past, they're, not that good now. It seems like they're 0-5. Everybody's available to be traded. 
Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing the Dolphins go after Brian Burns. That would be a, a nice add to this defense. So he's a pass rusher um, on, on the Panthers uh, who's been great over the years, been kind of invisible this year. I'm going to knock on some wood there. Um, Derek Brown was a high draft pick that they have on the, on the, on the defensive line. He's an interior defensive lineman. Um, I can't think of any of the other players on their defensive side of the ball right now. Um, on the offensive side, it's, it's Bryce Young. They have Adam Thielen as a wide receiver. He's a solid, um, dependable wide receiver. Solid. He is not, he's a completely washed wide receiver, but he's a veteran who can get open. Like he's like him being your number one is a bad sign. Obviously, you know, they traded, their their number Game one more. wide receiver DJ Moore to get the number one right. pick along with other picks. Um, they've got like Jonathan Mingo they drafted this year, but he was you know sec he was later in the draft. He wasn't he was an okay prospect, but not like one of the the top flight prospects. Um, they've got a oh my god I can't now I DJ can't Chark. Well, they got DJ Chark. They have a guy they drafted last year or the year before who's been a complete bust. Like um, oh yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his name. I'll look it up. But yeah, so they've been disappointed. They spent money on Miles Sanders. He hasn't looked as good as Chuba Hubbard running the ball. Um, they weirdly ran the ball better last year after trading McCaffrey with Chuba Hubbard and 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 I don't even remember who the, who who was running with them. Foreman, I think. Foreman. Foreman. Yeah. yeah. These are these are names you wouldn't be hearing. These these are guys that wouldn't be playing on other NFL. Yeah, <laughs> and oddly, like because I you know I thought. Frank Reich did a pretty decent job before he was fired. And I thought he thought he came into the best situation. And there's not a lot of talent. There's not a lot of talent there. I know, but there's some more foundational. There's not like the high end flashy talent. I just thought it, but now looking at it, it's like, yeah, this is a problem. And young hasn't looked good. You know, he, it's a long he, way of saying the dolphins should win this game again on Sunday. It's It's similar to the giants coming in. Um, I would like to see a lot cleaner game from them. I anticipate a cleaner game from them. I know they weren't happy with the way that, I mean, they're happy with the win, but they weren't happy with the way they played. Um, you know, I would like to see a more complete performance from them before they get into some, uh, some tougher games coming up. Cause after this, it is at Philly home for new England and then over the pond to go play the chiefs in Germany. So, um, we know the Patriots don't look very good, but I mean, those are three, you know, tougher games that are that are coming up so i hope they don't look past this one um i don't want like to be nitpicky yeah but we don't say over the pond when we're going to germany we only say over the pond when we're going to london england so that's true i've only I heard it, it used, go to europe like I i've only heard it used when it's when it's in reference to england it could be because it's the same idea but i've never really i think because it's an english expression i hear them saying it about us they're flying to Germany to play the Chiefs. Is that that is that they're doing. That is that better? Does that so? Not to get too far ahead because we'll talk about it. But I am very curious to see. We have played the okay. So after this game, three of the worst five six teams in the league. You know, like the Broncos are the probably the worst team in the league. Yeah, right? Giants. Giants and, Panthers. and Panthers are among the top five worst teams in the league. Arguably, you could count the Patriots as and well. And the Patriots right now are in that thing. So, I mean, you you beat who's there, and we've beaten the, those teams pretty well. The Chargers are an okay team. We It was back and forth. The Chargers are a good team. Very yeah. good team, and we didn't beat them yet. We, you know, we had our issues, but, you know, we had our injuries, but that happens. 
I am curious, like just just where we are from where we were a year ago. A year ago, we were struggling to beat the crummy teams, right? We were beating them last second or like, you know, we were going back and forth. This time we're destroying the bad teams. I, there's part of it in the back of my head to be not to be wrapped to be unoptimistic for a second where I'm like, I still feel like we're a year away. And maybe it's because that defense needs a year and, and, the, and the health. But like, I yes, we can crush the bad teams, but I'm curious what we're going to do against the good teams. And we'll find out because we're going to play two. you know, we're going to play two of them in the next four weeks. Um, I'd like to see it. Um, and again, you lose those two games this early in the season. It's still not the end of the world. Like, because the defense, you know, Ramsey's, they're talking today that he can be back next month. Um, After the bye? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I guess so. I mean, I guess November, right? It was supposed to be November. So next month. That could be it's not going to be too at the beginning of November, but yeah, probably after the buy and we get A-Chan back after the buy. Yeah, we didn't even mention that. So we did lose. So A-Chan was lost. A-Chan was lost in the Giants game to a knee injury. They haven't said exactly how serious it is, whether or not surgery is required. He is on the IR. Um, uh, you just you hate to see it because I mean, he's been incredible. Uh, the numbers are just draw dro- jaw dropping if you look at that he's second in the league in rushing he's yeah. 37th in carries. and he didn't play he <laughs> had one carry in the first two games combined he was inactive and then like had one carry in week two like he basically didn't play two games and i mean he hasn't played a full game like he's never like he like that's the thing like he's not the, well he's, he's not, he's, not he's never going to play the full game that's Correct. not his style but still, but. like that's the, i that is insane that's that's just crazy he's averaging 12.1 yards per carry that's yeah, like something you, you might see in like one game, but this is over. This is sustained. He has like 50 less rushing attempts than like everybody else in the top five in rushing. <laughs> and yeah. It's just, and you, yeah, you it's, hate to see him go down. You hate to see it. It's very dolphins. But um, again, I mean, it didn't seem like it was that bad of an injury. Cause they were like, Oh, a couple of weeks. I think they were just like, you know what? If there's four, we got four games and then the bye. let's just put them in IR, use the roster spot. Yep. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I feel like it won't be that serious. I mean, we've talked about it. This team seems to be super cautious with injuries. The guys are quite most everybody else. If a guy's questionable, he plays for us. If a guy's questionable, it's like 90 percent. He's not going to play unless <laughs> yeah. it's Connor Williams. Unless it's Connor Williams. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you need him to. But like Jalen Phillips, I felt like he could have played the last two weeks. And, and he's and they were like and they held him out. And probably because, like, well, we don't need him to, you know, to, to beat the Giants. Yeah, I I, I think you're right. Um, I, I'm hoping you're right on this one. I'm like, I'm hoping it's a precautionary measure. I agree. If there's even the littlest thing wrong with him, just rest him. Like, let him rest. We use him for the home stretch when, when, when you know, when we could really use him. And then also, it'll, it'll keep teams off balance. And we do get Jeff Wilson Jr. back. I don't know if he's going to be playing this week, but he is off uh, the IR. So he is I, eligible to return. I think he's going to play. Uh, the, the I hope he does. Frank Clark today, and 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 they were like, "Hey, how does he look? Is he ready to play?" And he basically was like, "Yes." <laughs> like, so and Ahmed's back because like, he was yeah. Ahmed was banged up. Did he he did he got in the game last week? No, he didn't. He was inactive. No. Ahmed. So he's back. So honestly, we're fine at the running back. You're losing. This is this is kind of like an Armstead Kendall Lamb, right? You're getting you're you, you got Mostert. And with Ahmed and and or Wilson Jr., 
you're it's, it's a like, solid room yeah it's a solid room we're just it's just you don't have that home run like we said we we've all seen it it's electric he looks like he's jogging and he's pulling away from people like it's in, in, and it's not just like these gadgety get him no. out of face he's running through the middle he's like making guys miss he's following his blocks great intuition it's like it's the whole package like so i can't wait i can't wait for him to be back he's he's amazing to watch yeah. Yes. And speedy recovery, please. And just make sure you're okay. We obviously are all hoping for the best, but he's been just so much fun to watch. So um, Jeff Wilson Jr. does hopefully come back as, as we talked about. So hopefully he gets in there this week, um, which would be the, you know, the two guys that we, you know, we're, we're hoping to see from, you know, Mostert and Wilson. Mostert's been great this season too. Yeah. The, the Buffalo game was bad, but I mean, he's averaging five and a half yards of carry and leading the NFL in touchdowns. So um, you know, he's no slouch and he is right. also a big play waiting to happen. He also has that sprinter speed. Um, you know, he's been, he's been great. Um, we love Mostert. So, um, I think you'll see a heavy dose of them uh, on Sunday. I, like I said, I, I anticipate a better, I mean, performance. It'll, it'll be a heavy Mostert dose, right? Like Mostert yeah. and HN aren't guys that you want running 30 carries, right? You want them, give them their 12 to 15 carries and split them and keep them fresh and keep them running. And that's the same thing, right? Uh, yeah. So uh, fantasy wise, you, you're you, you obviously most are to go HN Wilson. If one of them, you knew, I mean, sorry, Ahmed Wilson, if one of them, you knew wasn't out, the other one would be a solid play this week because there's going to be some running on this team, but I think they'll both get in there and I have no idea the, the, the volume. If, the way the Dolphins have been is after guys are active already, they don't really give them much that, uh, you know, like with HN and then in, in week two and stuff. So I'd be curious. Um, but this is two guys who were in, you know, who are coming back. So I don't think it's Chris Brooks times as much as everybody wants to see it. I mean, I love him and I'd love to see him take a couple snaps here or there, but not ahead of Ahmed or, or Wilson. I think we might see him be, I think we might see him play some fullback this week. Yeah. You so. mentioned that. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, so for as far as this week goes, I was almost I was pretty close to, to predicting the score last week. I said it would be 30 to 13 and ended up being 31 to 16. Um, I see this as being an even a cleaner, uh, you know, more of a get right game than last week. I, I think they're going to be really focused on not making the mistakes and sticking, you know, sticking to the game plan, getting back to the fundamentals. That's what I want to see here. Um, it's an inferior opponent. We need to win. We need to win convincingly. I think we do. Um, this is the biggest score I've ever predicted for the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to say they score 37 points, and I'm going to say the um, uh, the Panthers, I'm going to say they get 16. Oh, no, 17. 17, yeah. Very nice. I am also going to predict the highest score for the Miami Dolphins that I've predicted, but I thought they'd score 41 uh against the giants i had the 16 right i'm actually you know i had three of the four digits right 41 16 instead of 31 16 very close uh, i think we're gonna move the ball just as well honestly i think the giants have a better defense in carolina you take that pick six out of there right what in the red zone that's a score we lost plus a score we gave them actually i'm i'm alter i'm taking points away from them so yeah i think it's gonna be 42 to nine just nine, throwing no. it out there no, yeah we're giving the, the defense is right. just giving up three three field goals again and that's it okay all right i like it i hope i mean i hope you're right obviously that that would be even better than, than my prediction so 
All right. Um, all right. We're getting, we're getting to time for our first segment. So we'll take a little break. When we come back, we'll take a stroll over onto the degenerate side of things and play the rest of our silly little games and uh, recap how the games went last week. So please stay tuned. And we're back. Um, so as I mentioned before, we were in Miami. Um, I was a little intoxicated and I thought I hit on all my props, but Rob, why don't you uh, actually recap and let everybody else know what happened? Cause apparently my brain is not working. Uh, it is not working because I hit on all my props because I took, well, I guess we, well, ah, congrats. I took all of the, uh, the dolphin overs that hit. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> I liked the, the waddle over, probably the most and they they were feeding him the ball both of two his interceptions were like feet forcing the ball yeah. to waddle he had a ton of targets um had a rough game i mean he had the touchdown but but you had taken the over that was your one miss it was 62 and a half he had 35 my hits were all the home runs the eight chain over he was 50 he tripled it for 151 Tyreek was 90, huge number, <laughs> doubled it for 181. And the, and the one I wasn't super comfortable with because I thought they could run and wouldn't need to at a throw was Tua at 287.5, and, and he threw for 308. Um, and again, a lot of yak, probably the most yak he's had ever. I mean, there was, there was a lot of yak in that game. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yak. Yeah. Nicely done. And then I, I thought I hit all mine. Um, you can go ahead and tell everybody. I can barely see on the screen. So okay, so you you were wisely took the uh, Daniel Jones under one and a half touchdowns since he couldn't muster one. I mean, Tua had more giant touchdowns than he did. Um, <laughs> the Mostert rushing. I honestly, I thought this would be a smash. Also, along with the HN, he was forty six and a half. He only had the sixty five. Um, had a good day uh with the touchdown but only 65 yards and as we mentioned the waddle under uh you had the over 62 and a half and he was way under with only 35 yeah that's crazy that is that is crazy um all right so yeah two out of three i guess not uh not terrible all right so uh what are we seeing what are we seeing this week on the props i'm gonna pull them up i know we have a so one of the one of the problems is i couldn't find any rushing props at the time we're recording this a little earlier on thursday than we normally do it's before i think with the with the wilson jr stuff i don't think they yeah i think that's probably what it is right like they don't know if he's playing but there's no miles sanders there's no mostert like you sanders is questionable too isn't he oh yeah you know what i think you're right yeah, I think that's what it is. Is they don't know. I mean, you know, Mostert's playing, but if Wilson plays, that changes what his over under would be. Is it? So. I mean, it's just they're going to back him up with H and I mean, I, they're not going to. I don't know if it does, but I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess that explains it. So we we've got like our touchdown, our, our passing touchdowns, and our passing yards and our receiving yards to to kind of play with here. So one of the ones that I, that I really liked, um, you know, it's, we've talked about it a lot on the show. Um, the Dolphins are clearly running the ball more this season, which is what we wanted to see. So it's, I guess it's a little bit different than last year. The Dolphins already have 12 rushing touchdowns this year. They had 12 rushing touchdowns all of last year. So the passing touchdowns from Tua aren't as needed as they were last year. Um, that said, he's at one and a half. I'm taking that over again. Last year was like taking candy from a baby. I think he's getting at least two touchdowns uh, on Sunday against the Panthers. 
Um, I like I'm that. Gonna, I lost gonna, on that last uh, in the past. Two weeks last ago, week. yeah. yeah, yeah. He was over. He was over the one and a half last week. So um, the other thing I'm in, in the passing game that I see is uh, Bryce Young at two seventeen and a half. Uh, I'm gonna take the over there just because I think there's going to be garbage time. <laughs> so I don't think he's going to light up the secondary or anything like that. I just think the game's going to be out of hand and you're going to be seeing a lot of dinking and dunking and two. It, uh, it was two sixteen and a half when we picked it's up to two seventeen Now I guess they, uh, they heard me. <laughs> so, well, you get, to, um, you get to keep it. You, I get to keep, keep the yard. Yeah. Yeah. You the yard. So, um, yeah. So I think he's going to go, I do think he's going to get over that. It's a very low number. I, not because I think the defense is playing bad, but just because I think it's going to be a lot of garbage time and a lot of uh, throwing, and there's no I mean, that's a tiny number, no running. Yeah, so I think that that I think he'll get over that. Um, and finally, I didn't learn from last week. I'm going with Waddle. Waddle's over was uh, it's 58 and a half this week. I think this is the week where he has uh, he has a big game. I mean, he's had some some decent games yardage wise this year. He had a 93 game, 93 yard game, an 89 yard game. Um, I'm thinking yeah, this is the he missed, he missed the big he missed the huge blow up game you know when everybody was huge in Denver against Denver, um, and I mean yeah I don't know I, if he would have done anything in that game honestly it was all rushing. I mean Hill had a big game, early. yeah that huge touchdown. <laughs> the, well yeah, the but it just takes yeah. one against Denver. It just takes one one throw. Yeah, fair um, enough. All right, so I'm gonna stick with. Two of the ones that I had last time, the I'm taking the hill over. The number is huge. It's 87 and a half. The dude is still on that 2,000 yard pace. Um, it just seems like it's you know they they focus. You know he gets the target and he's got the big play. It just seems you know there are times where he doesn't get there. I don't think against the bad teams. I think he'll end up with over 100 yards. So over 87 and a half to a it's taking the over on the yardage at 273 and a half. Again, I don't know. He won't need it. This is like last year. Last week, I was a little scared to take a similar number, but because they don't, they, I think they can run. Um, but they also like to throw. And then because we don't have any rushing, you know what? I'm taking Thielen's over yardage. It's at 57 and a half. I honestly think he's going to have 12 catches to get to that because he they use him on the little slants. Because the Fangio likes to stop the big stuff, you know, they will give up those little quick throws. Looking at it now, it's a big number, and I wouldn't be surprised if he misses it, and I'd love it if he misses it. He should his number should be nowhere near ten yards off of Waddles, but I'm taking the over. Uh just because he's he's their only guy. They've they've been pathetic. Yeah, I like your picks. I think they all they all make sense. And you've uh I think What's what's the year look like? You're beating me at this pretty bad this year. I, I'm normally pretty good. So it's three. I have three weeks to one because we, even though there's only we have that tie in week two, but on picks themselves, I'm only up like eleven to nine. You know, like you you were you were okay. close on the uh, on the picks. Yeah, I'm still. I mean, I'm still winning you some money. Um, you know, I'm still two out of three. So. But uh, but Rob's been uh, regular three out of three. It seems like at least the last couple of weeks. And one um, of one of your wins is the is hitting the score exactly right. And uh, that was for pick'em, not uh, not not props. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Cool. Um. All right. 
Well, I guess with that, that wraps a bow on the uh, the Panthers game. Why don't we take a look at um, some of the games around the NFL this week? Um, let's see. I'm going to pull them up, unless you have them up already. I know the Thursday night game is Denver at Kansas City. I believe it's 10 and a half. We're recording this on Thursday. Game has not happened yet. Um, I'm not touching that, but uh, I believe the Chiefs have probably covered because the Broncos are terrible. The Broncos are terrible. To me, That that's the line because it's in Arrowhead. That's the line if, like, Kelsey doesn't play. And I think Kelsey's playing because he was – I don't. I don't think it's. Maybe it's officially mentioned now whether he is or isn't. But that that seems crazy to me. I they're mean, not blowing anybody out. The Chiefs aren't blowing anyone out. Like if you're watching the their Broncos games, are terrible. I agree. The Broncos the are, terrible. are terrible. The Vikings are terrible. The Vikings are bad. The Broncos are terrible. The Broncos lost to the Jets when the Jets wanted to lose the game. They have Zach Wilson throwing an interception to like basically allow them to win the game. And Wilson, the Jets definitely wanted to win that game. They were acting like they won the Super Bowl because they, but they they tried to lose it. Like, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't worth watching, but they, they, such a crime. It was, yeah. So, but on it, I mean, maybe it's low because like, I think, I think it's going to be a big Pacheco game. Because they they have been running a little more. Stop run. So, yeah. By the way, also, so you know, the rumor, rumor, not even rumor. After this game, you know, I think there will be a fire sale in Denver. So people are already like, oh, let's get this guy, this guy. I did have a, I did have, I. We're not deep, right? This is something you've been mentioning even before the season started, right? We're we're, we're top heavy. I think a lot of that stems from not having picks. I kind of don't want to be, don't get me wrong. I want to sign the star. You always want the star, but at this point, I kind of want picks. I want to be able to replenish some of this depth, get some young guys behind the stars who can come in and play. I just feel like, I feel like some of the reason we're so top heavy is because we haven't had the picks to be able to just, you know, get young guys in as depth pieces who can become starters. Yeah, I mean, that that's fair. I mean, I that said, I would still gladly give up a first round pick for Patrick Sertan. Sertan, obviously, and that's gonna <laughs> more than that's going to take more than one first round pick. And honestly, they said, I think the quote was, "Almost everyone on defense will be available." And because they said almost, that's literally almost is for Sertan. Like, there's no reason to trade him. There's unless, no one else in the defense you want, though. That defense is useless. Like, there's no, no but they've got. Uh, I for, who was the guy? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, there, there was the there big. No, one. no, they they restructured. They restructured a guy today. Um, a, a defensive a, a defensive end. Not Frank Clark. He's. They were going to cut him, or they're going yeah. to cut him. Yeah, right. Him? But they, yeah, Frank Clark. So they they restructured his deal. So like, there's. So they can so, trade him make them easier to trade and or cut. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's nobody on the Broncos I really want other than Sertan. Um, but uh, so we'll move on. Well, that's way too much time that we just spent on that. Let's go. Next game. Ravens minus four at the Titans. I don't want any part of that. I don't know if you do. Probably not. It's weird. Like the Ravens shouldn't have lost. They had like seven drop passes. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm done with them. Betting. Yeah. And the no. Titans are weird. 
and I'll, yeah, I'll I hate it because I have Derrick Henry in too many leagues. And like, if they're winning, he's great. They feed him the ball. He scores a million points. If they're not, they put in Tajay Spears and make me angry. So yeah, yeah not touch. And that's in London, by the way. And London games are garbage. Also true. Yeah. Unless one of the teams stays behind. We didn't, we didn't even mention really that the bills lost. I mean, everyone knows and we love it. Um, yeah, we're in first place. I did say that, but yeah, yeah that's, that's how we got into first place was they lost to the Jaguars in London. Yeah. So another right. crazy low line. I mean, this one, at least because the Browns are home, it makes a little bit of sense. Um, but again, it's the 49ers at Cleveland Browns Watson. It's nothing official, but he hasn't practiced all week. I don't think he's going to play. They're not going to start that rookie who was terrible last week. They're going to play PJ Walker, who was terrible for the Panthers last year. So it's eight and a half. So neither of us is touching the Browns. I'm, I'm guessing you want the Browns. You should take the Browns. Uh, I do like the home dogs this week, but I am not going to touch that one, uh, especially if PJ Walker is the quarterback of question. <laughs> right. He'll, so, yeah, he'll no. be better than the other guy. Uh, yeah, no on that one, on that one. But this next game, uh, there's a home dog that I really like. The uh, Chicago Bears plus two and a half against the aforementioned terrible Minnesota Vikings. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, no Justin Jefferson. Anybody that's watched the Vikings play this year, I don't know how you could favor, especially after what the Bears have done the last couple of weeks on offense. It looks like they've woken up. Fields' numbers are actually really good. Um, his, so no, gonna... his numbers on the season are almost identical to Mahomes. It's, it's yeah. freaky. Now, yeah. granted, that's because Mahomes, you know, they, they've been winning, two monster running. games in a row. Yeah. And, and yeah, Fields had the two monster games. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going – I'm I'm a little surprised the Vikings are favored on the road without Jefferson and the way the Bears have been playing, but I feel like this is a little correction. The Vikings are bad, but they're like seven win team bad. You know, the Bears are still five, four or five win team bad. I'm gonna take the Vikings. I think there's too much, too much smoke going blow, being blown up the Bears over the last two weeks, and I think they lost one of those games, and the win was against Denver. So. I, no, the I win was against the Commanders. The loss was against Denver. Oh, God, that's even worse. Yeah, exactly. Well, they beat the better team, maybe. <laughs> and they lost to the worst team in the world. I guess. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I still like the Bears. I like the Bears. Give me the Bears. All right. All right. Seattle Seahawks plus three at Cincinnati Bengals. I don't want anything to do with this game. Uh, Yeah. I like the Bengals. I mean, we both like the Bengals. I I'm I went against the Bengals until Burrow proved to me he was healthy enough to play. He's healthy enough to play. He was great last week. Um I could see the Seahawks being frisky here, but the again flying across most of the country to play at one that's not a three is not enough for me to go against the Bengals after what Burrow looks like he's back to Burrow. So uh Colts at Jacksonville. Colts plus four. Uh, the Colts kind of own the Jaguars, even though the Jags did beat them once this year in Indy. Um, uh, it's a Gardner Minshew game, revenge game. Oh yeah, that's right. He did start in Jacksonville. I uh, yeah, I'm not touching this one. I think the Jags win, but not betting it. Uh, Commanders plus two and a half at the Falcons. I don't. Uh, Falcons should win, and I don't want to bet it at all. Yeah, I think. I mean, Ritter looked looked good last week for the first time. Um, I don't think I don't know if that continues, but yeah, no commanders. Uh, yeah, 
So the New Orleans Saints, here's another home dog I kind of like, but I don't think I would bet. New Orleans Saints, uh, point and a half favorites going into Houston. Houston's a sneaky good team. Stroud is a good quarterback, and I think the Houston defense is all right. Um, but that said, I'm not betting it. But uh, it's a home dog that uh, that might win. Maybe. It's home. Do- I like that home dog. Uh, the that Texans offense showed they can move the ball against the Steelers. Not as good of a defense as the Saints, but a good defense. Um, they're. I kind of. I kind of think that offense is. You know, they can move the ball on anyone. Maybe outside of. Uh, san francisco so i like it the saints offense is, is terrible um yeah so I, I like the texans you like the texans all right did yeah. i actually did i talk you did we get talked into this one no we avoided this garbage game oh, talk, talk no. about this garbage game so i don't have to so i don't have to feel it in my mouth well, I at least mention i mean this is it's it's nice to say how bad the patriots are right so patriots oh, plus so three only only three point underdogs at the raiders so I think that speaks more about how bad the Raiders are. Um, but the Patriots, uh, it they look lost. Like, Belichick looks like the game has passed him by. Um, that's two giant blowouts in a row. Actually, um, you know what? Let's not even talk about it because all the national people are talking about it. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to he's going to come back and do something crazy. Amazing. Like he's going to like it's just I'm afraid. I'm afraid. of. I'm afraid of it. It's like fair enough. A PTSD. So, Here's a home dog that you like. The New York Jets plus seven. Nah, this is not the no. I have not taken any home. home dogs. You are plus home seven. dog man. This uh Yeah, Jets I plus do... seven at the Eagles coming into town. You, you don't think the Eagles are rife for uh you know maybe looking ahead? I think they are looking ahead because next week you know they play the best football team in the land. Not the best, the greatest. The, the greatest, greatest football team. That's right. All right, so uh, you don't want the Jets? All right. Uh, Rams, seven-point favorites at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I like the Rams, but not betting it. it. Yeah, seven's too much. Cardinals have been – I mean, they're weird and they're terrible, but they're frisky even without James Conner. So here's a game that got – yeah, here's a home dog I like. It got flexed. Uh, The Detroit Lions – Coming into Tampa Bay, so two, three, and one, or wait, or, no, a four and one against a three and one team. The Bucks had a bye. Um, Bucks getting three points at home. I think the Bucks defense is better than people realize. I've been high on the Bucks all year. Yeah, I think they cover if not uh, win outright. Uh, give me the Bucks plus three. You at home. can have them now. Granted, most of your wins in Pickham has been me picking against the Bucks, and I don't think they're terrible. And I think Baker's better at home, but. I also wasn't a believer in this Lions team. The, the I kind of had them in the same boat as the as the Chargers, where I'm like, I need, to, I need to see it to believe it. But uh, but man, the defense is real. Like the run defense, the you know that Aiden Hutchinson and the offense. Everybody knows about how much fun it is. So yeah, I'm taking the Lions. I like it. Okay, we'll all right. It should be a good game. Should be speaking a good game. Of flex. Why is this game still Sunday night? Well, this is a good. This is a great matchup. Here, here we go. If you give the Giants fourteen and a half points, I feel like they're still going to lose by two touchdowns. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Giants getting fourteen and a half going up to Buffalo. Uh, I could. I was trying to talk Robin to give me an extra four points here. I would maybe take the Giants, but um, but yeah, no. So no, uh, no, no Giants there. Buffalo is not the kind of team that stops passing. They just seem like they're a run it up kind of team. 
Um, oh yeah, they are. Even with the defensive issues they're having, the Giants' offensive woes will continue. I mean, who knows? Maybe Barkley comes back. Maybe Andrew Thomas comes back, and they're playing against a much better team, and then they would still lose by ten. So, <laughs> yeah, Not, yeah, ugly game. Um, so that leaves us with the Monday nighter. One last home dog that I that I do like. Uh, L.A. Chargers plus two at the Cowboy or Cowboys coming. Well, I guess. It's a home game, but I guarantee you there's going to be way more Cowboys fans I, there. I was going to say, for a, this one doesn't count as a home dog because it will be 70% Cowboy fans. But I'm taking the Chargers anyway. I think the Cowboys are not very good, and we saw, as we saw on Sunday night, and I think the Chargers are a pretty good team. I don't think they're going to blow them out like the Niners did, but um, I think they can handle the Cowboys. I think they have the talent to handle them. They'll have Herberts back and healthy. They are coming off a bye. Uh, Eckler most likely will play. I, you know, it's a dangerous offense. Keenan Allen's great. I know Mike Williams is lost for the season, but they have other weapons that he throws to. Um, yeah, I, I like the Chargers. I, I'd be curious because I don't think Dallas is as bad as they obviously as San Fran. No. look. I picked San Fran. I didn't think Dallas was in that class. I think San Fran and especially in the NFC is in a class of their own. You know, the Eagles will talk about them next week. They're a very good team who hasn't played well yet. It doesn't seem like they've played to their potential, and yet they haven't lost. Um, so, but the way the 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 way the Niners have looked has just been crazy. So I'm not really counting that against the Cowboys. Fair enough. All right. Well, that does it for Pick'em. We got uh, I got my three home dogs, or I guess two two home dogs in a neutral site team. <laughs> <laughs> neutral site. <zone. laughs> yeah, I guess uh yeah, we'll go with that. Um and I guess that brings us to uh the time for our favorite segment. Hit it, Rob. So last week was a lot of fun. I think I'm this is the one game this year where I'm starting to take uh, a little bit of a uh, of command, but uh, I will go ahead and let you recap. Uh, well, this was this was our, this was our first close game, so because just oh, do you want to read? Do you want to explain the game for our for our new listeners? No, that's a good that's a good good point. Yes, so Miami Dolphins fantasy camp for those of you that are unfamiliar is a game that Rob and I love to play. Uh, it's where Rob and I each draft fantasy teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. Um, and then we have a super flex position that can be an offense or a defensive player. And then finally one defensive player. Um, we rotate weeks uh, to see who picks first. Last week, we actually made a trade. It was the first ever fantasy camp trade where I traded the first pick or no, I Rob traded the first pick to me. Um, so I, I ended up taking Tyreek Hill, who was usually, uh, taken with the first pick, and this was so Rob could get uh, A-Chan. So Rob and I play in, in an actual fantasy league, and I have Tyreek Hill, and he had A-Chan on his team. So uh, that's why we were trying to do it, to align our fan- our real-life fantasy with Fantasy Camp. Um, both had monster games, but uh, Rob, why don't you tell him what happened? Well, yep, so because you took Hill, his eight catches, this is a PPR league for 181 and one, made him the high score of the week. I took Waddle and Achan. Waddle had the touchdown, but only five for 35. So he had an okay day. 
Eight chans, 151 rushing and one catch for 14 with the touchdown. Gave him a good day. But then your second pick was Mostert. It's funny because he had the he had the two catches for 13, which Berrios did as well. Kind of looks funny in the stat sheet. But he had the 65 yard rushing and touchdown. So Hill outscored Achan 26-22, and then Mostert outscored Waddle 14-13, and that was basically the difference in our game because you had chosen who did nothing. I took Ahmed because I thought he was going to play the whole fourth quarter and he was inactive. Um, defensively, you had a you had uh, Andrew Van Ginkle, and I took Chubb and Holland, and they both uh, Van Ginkle had the sack and three tackles and a pass breakup. And Holland and Chubb combined for nine tackles, a pass breakup, and a tackle for loss. So that gave me a couple points back on those two players versus the one. But it wasn't enough. You won 50 to 47. Three points. I checked these stats three times because I'm like, (laughs) this is too close. Because, you know, sometimes I'm like, I throw, I'm like, I'm like, you know, you forgot to put in somebody's catches. I'm like, oh, crap. So I went back and made sure I got everything right. Um mostly because I wanted to find myself uh, four points, and I did not. <laughs> wow, close game. Yeah, that's uh, maybe the closest we've ever ever had. I know definitely the closest this year. No, I think yeah. we might have had like a one-point game at some point. We, we've had close ones before, but yeah, that gives you three wins to uh, out of five on the week, and because of the you were on the right side of the Denver game, um, you're, you're still up by like 61 total points in yeah. five weeks. That's that's over 10, over over 10, 10 a week you're beating me by. So it's pretty nice. I've, I've turned things around in fantasy camp, which is nice to see. But as, as we've said many, many times, there are no losers in fantasy camp because if Rob wins, that means the Miami Dolphins did very, very well. And if, if I win, you know, that should mean that, that, you know, my players did well. So we want all the players to do well. Everybody yep. wins. That's why we love it so much. Um, okay. So, so since I went first last week because of the trade, uh, the first pick goes to you, my friend and drum roll. This is, well, this is, yeah, no surprise. Hill. It just sucks because the third, this, the first position was great. Once H hand became a huge star. Cause that meant, yeah, you, you, that means you get like, (laughs) like you get Hill, which I'm taking, and then the next person would take either take Waddle, actually became Waddle Achan. Then you get like a Mostert Barrio. So that's not going to happen now. So I'm not feeling as good as I take Hill and I give it over to you to take the next two stars, which will be. Yeah. Jay, uh, Raheem Mostert first and then Jalen Waddle. Oh, wow. Dissing Waddle like that. You don't, you didn't have to specify who was first well we normally go it normally was waddle but yeah it's we've we've been touched on a little bit he hasn't he hasn't yeah completely produced yet this year like we were anticipating but i think it's because the running game's been so strong and one of the reasons is the the great play of raheem mostert so yeah that's true so it's funny barrios has been the obvious choice here i just mentioned that but because this is thursday i don't know if jeff wilson is going to play. Don't know who's going to get the picks. I just, I need to hit on one of them. I'm going to try something crazy. I'm actually going to take Jeff Wilson Jr. and Salvan Ahmed with my next two picks. I'm not, I, I can't whiff on one of them. So I'm going to make sure I hit and pick the, and then whiff on the other one. Uh, this, this might be the game we were, you know, kind of, uh, 
lamenting that that Ahmed didn't get a chance to play in that Broncos game because he knew he would have put up some numbers. Yeah, this um, could be his Broncos game. This could be his Broncos game. It could be. Um, I also did this because Berrios has, has seemed to have slow. He was slow. You know, he only had two for thirteen last week. So all of a sudden, I'm like, if he was if he was in that four for fifty range, that you know, which he kind of had been in the past, I might not have passed him up. Um, they also- just they just didn't run a ton of plays. I feel like that giant. Like it was like there were big plays. Like the Giants were like keeping them off the field. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like a lot of sustained drives for the for the Dolphins. It was like just chunk play after chunk play. Uh oh, go ahead. Let's finish this. I actually have a question for you. Uh, after we finish the draft. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to ask it now because I'm I'm the I'm because I'm a squirrel. I like to chase shiny things. We okay. talked about the Claypool thing drunkenly. Yes. Um, do you think he's? Do you think he'll get active anytime soon? When do you think we'll see him in a game? Interestingly enough, I was actually very close to picking him. Um, okay. This, <laughs> this week, but yeah, no, just because I thought like, um, just hearing the thing like, today he practiced right, like, and there there was a lot of very very positive feedback about the way that he looked in practice. Um, I feel like it's one of those things where they you know they want to get him you know they they want to get his head right. So like maybe that's like something where they like they they try to feature him a little bit like maybe he gets a goal line touchdown something along those lines, um you know I, I feel like we'll see him this week I feel like he'll get into the game this week if that's the question. Yeah, I, well that was the question because I don't I have a feeling he might not be active here. Although this is a good game to activate him because then you know yeah. he's playing in the fourth quarter I can see them you know running up some red zone runs right we saw as a comma kind of doing that this guy fits if it, he's no Debo but he fits that role body type with speed and size probably better than anyone on the on the roster so and he did some of that stuff his first his rookie year in uh pittsburgh run you know run run doing some runs in the red zone so yeah i was just curious like because when we get to these last spots uh you know yeah i mean he's he's a very athletically gifted player like i mean if he is if he's motivated and his head's right and you know they're using him the right way um you know I, i think he could actually contribute uh but no, I will not be taking <laughs> Claypool here. I'm going to take Barrios. Um, Actually, and then my you're next, not. You're going to next, take. You're take. You only have. Oh yeah, sorry, Barrios. Yeah. Don't don't tell me my pick. I'm not paying. <laughs> I I'm taking Barrios, and then my next pick is going to be uh, one Andrew Van Ginkle in my my defensive slot, not my super flex, because I might pick an offensive player depending on what you do. Yeah, uh, you know what I was. Van Ginkle is very if if Phillips doesn't play, he's probably the best guy to to pick. And obviously let's be let's let's be real. He has been the best player on the defense so far this season. Andrew Van yes. Ginkle has been the best player. Yes. Yes. But if Phillips plays, they're gonna move him inside, and I don't know if he's gonna get this the uh as much. He's still obviously going to do stuff, but it would change whether I would want to pick him in fantasy camp. That's fair enough. Saying. Yeah, no, that's fair, um, and that's a very good point. I'm curious to see what they do with him when Phillips gets back, because in my mind, yeah. he's been too good on the outside. Like you can't move him out of position. If anything, I would like think of like a three man rotation with Chubb, like where they're all getting the same amount of snaps, because uh, it's. I mean, I'm sure I, they'll be. I'm sure they'll be. I mean, they're, they're rotated as it is, but the question is on third and long, who's who you're putting in, who you're rotating out. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're splitting. Yeah. The, there's there's going to be multiples of those, so you're gonna you're gonna split them, is what I would say. 
But again, if you could on third and long, if you could put Van Ginkle in the inside, and then you have you know for for Baker and or Long or just one if you're in like a dime, you know what I mean. Now now you've got a you know that's fun to have all three out there. Yeah. yeah. So I am going to take Holland. He's uh he hasn't had the he hasn't he's great. He hasn't blown up the stat sheet as we you know kind of expect him to, but. I'm taking him, and because I don't know if Phillips is playing, I took him last week. I, Chubb is due for a big game. I mean, every, I know everyone's down on him. I still think he's a heck of a player, um, and I think he's going to do. Uh, I think he's going to do good things against this crummy team. Bradley Chubb, number two in the NFL in uh, defensive uh, pass rush win rate. At, See? I believe he's at thirty uh, percent. Only one sack on the season, though. So that's that's the problem. That is the problem. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's not. He's he's get, he's generating the pressures uh, as well as anyone in the league. But uh, yeah, not 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 always getting there. So um, that leaves me with my uh, my super flex spot. I am going to take. Uh, I've been taking him the last couple of weeks because I feel like he's been doing the right things. They've been saying the right things about this guy. It's probably going to be the game where he gets one. Give me chosen. Give me, give me Robbie chosen. Is it is it Robbie chosen or is it chosen Anderson? It's, it's Robbie chosen. Robbie chosen. It's Robbie chosen. There we go. Yes, Robbie Chosen. I also former team of his that he's going up against on Sunday. So maybe maybe a little extra motivation. Ah, he was only there for like a week. Um, the only way Chosen's getting any points is if quite throws it to him, which might happen. It could happen. It could happen. We've seen because it. of blowout, people. Because of blowout. We're yes. Talking. Oh yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. All right. Um. Well. I think we're we're coming up on time here, but uh, what was your favorite part of the weekend that you can talk about on air, Rob? This well, obviously, it was attending a nice big tailgate and then uh, watching the Dolphins victorious. Nothing beats that. We even got down on the field afterwards, take some pictures down there. Um, that was good. My my incredible run at the casino. To get me back to to back to zero was pretty good. <laughs> I I was down big, then was pretty much done, but nobody wanted to leave, so I sat back down. All of a sudden, I've got a nice stack of chips, and guys are like, "Okay, I think we're ready to live leave." I'm like, "All right, let me cash them up to the dollar, to the chip <laughs> dollar." I was exactly even, <laughs> even <laughs> Steven. Yeah, it wasn't planned. Like you know, where you're like, "Okay." This is what I came with. I'm just going to bet this until it's gone. No, I just I cashed up the pile and I was even to the dollar. I definitely awesome. lost. That's yeah. a win. I, I lost about everything I planned that I was going to lose. I, I guess I didn't lose everything. Um, I went, you know, <laughs> I had a couple. <laughs> I had a, had a little bit, a little bit of money left. Um, but, uh, but yeah, definitely not up. Uh, just, not our gambling money. We didn't. We didn't lose rent money. We lost gambling money. Money oh. that was earmarked for gambling. Correct. Hundred percent. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Not. Not a good day at the tables for me. But still, a great time um, in Miami. Um, yeah. Wow. I I lost half of every word you said there. So it means we had a great time down in Miami. 